Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from BF Fury, who says, Me, 27 male, and my girlfriend, 25 female, opened our relationship and have started to lose our spark. We opened our relationship at the beginning of the year, after five years of monogamy, because she expressed that she wanted to gain more sexual experiences after growing up in an overly strict household. There were bumps in the road starting out because I'm very monogamous and I was having difficulty finding partners while she was able to secure a lot of encounters and dates almost instantly. Things got a lot better after I went to therapy and learned to express my concerns and emotions in a healthy way. Our sex life with each other remained healthy through this but it started to improve after I learned to communicate my feelings. I met someone who's a great friend and also a great sexual partner after realizing that, unlike my girlfriend, I'm not able to have sex with strangers without a bond and I had no real desire to gain much more sexual experience because I grew up with significantly more freedom. My girlfriend started to become jealous of the bond I had started to create with this new partner and would do things to interfere with our meetups like calling my phone constantly while I was with this person or throwing herself at me sexually right before I was about to leave. This behavior started to reveal a pattern to me. Before this year, my girlfriend was very responsible. She was pretty good with money, even when we didn't have much. She held down a steady job with steady hours and she enrolled in college the previous fall in order to obtain a bit of upward mobility. But leading up to us opening our relationship, she began to almost regress. It started with spending her entire check on tattoos and piercings, which I didn't mind too much because I love outward self-expression. But then she started antagonizing her supervisors and showing up hours late daily or leaving early with no warning. Then this semester in school, her grades declined and she stopped showing up to class little by little until she had no clue when midterms or spring break were and didn't have a clue that finals happened and the semester was over. A month or two after I started hanging with this new partner and getting to know her even more and growing closer, my girlfriend took a leave of absence from her job for two months. She said it was for her mental health, but when I suggested therapy, she refused. She narrowed her encounters down to one consistent guy and stays with him for days at a time. This would be more of a red flag for me if I hadn't started a job this year. That's 12-hour swing shifts. She told me she hates being at home by herself, and because I work so much, it makes sense that she'd try to find somewhere to be while I'm gone. But then she started the food delivery services. She doesn't have a car or a license, so it would make more sense if I didn't already buy groceries and keep the house stocked with food. And because she wasn't making any money, she was spending my money. It's as if she has lost all sense of maturity. 
She gets frustrated when I bring up the money or the fact that when I'm at work and she's home all day, she does absolutely nothing except order food and lay in bed. She also shuts down when I attempt to have a healthy conversation about how I feel in our relationship. Or she'll say that she doesn't notice anything different and that maybe I'm just making up things in my head. She eventually quit her job without having anything else lined up and all of this caused me to grow distant from her physically and emotionally. Because it felt as if my needs in our relationship weren't being met and she noticed immediately. She felt that I didn't find her attractive and was upset that I stopped initiating sex and that the quality of our sex deteriorated. I tried to fix it and express how I felt in the relationship and why it was hard for me to want sex from her, but she kept saying I was just always calling her a problem. So now we don't have sex or even cuddle. We talk a lot, but mostly about her sexual partner. I hardly see her now. I still try to initiate sex, but she's always tired or on a period or any other excuse. And when she tries to initiate sex, it's usually at the most awkward or inopportune times. All of the intimacy is gone. and We haven't had sex in almost two months. I want to bring this up to her, but her frustration with these types of talks has pushed her to threatening a breakup or says she's feeling like I'm never satisfied with her. She says constantly that I'm the man she wants to marry and that she can't see herself with anyone but me. So it's a bit confusing. My working theory right now is that what I need in my life is maturity and the partner I found is exactly that. Responsible but fun and is all about balance and fairness. On the other hand, my girlfriend is looking for thoughtless fun and availability and her partner embodies that as well. He has none of his own things, rarely goes to his job and, and is easily aroused no matter what. I don't want to leave my girlfriend and I know who she was and that person I fell in love with, but I'm not sure that I care for who she is now. We've tossed around the idea of couples therapy once we get our finances back under control, but she doesn't honestly seem very interested in the idea. I'm just not sure what to do at this point. And we got a little update, which I'm going to read first, and then there's a main update after. So mini update says, the same day I posted this, she got a call from her mother, who was the main antagonist of her childhood. They've had a sort of surface level relationship since she left home. Her mum stated her brother was going through a bit of psychosis due to self-isolation for the better part of his late teens, and that she had some realizations about how she parented her children and apologized to my girlfriend. It seemed to have unlocked something in her and she let out a lot of held-in resentment. She asserted to her mum that she's going to start therapy because she's realizing that she's becoming her mother and she doesn't want to hurt people like she was hurt as a child. I'm not sure how much she meant this, being that she was extremely emotional about it. But while on break at her new job that she started last week, she's been applying for a second job, saying that she thinks having so much free time this year has been affecting her negatively and she wants to work to have some emotional and financial independence. This is all good and well, but a lot of you in the comments have brought up some amazing points, and I think this is ultimately about figuring out what I actually want. I don't think hopping out of one relationship to another is something that would benefit me or anyone else in the long run, and I realize I do deserve to have some say of my own life and boundaries and desires, but I also know that relationships are work, but that work has to be mutual. I'm going to do a lot of thinking and I'll update this post if there are any developments. But Pretty Prose says, everything you said sounds like she is rebelling against the strict household she grew up in. Has she ever talked about how she grew up and expressed any anger or signs of trauma? It sounds to me like she may need to speak to a therapist because all these behaviors are self-destructive. 
If she's not willing to do that, then there's not a lot you can do. You can't help someone who doesn't want to help themselves after all. Opie replied saying, yeah, she expressed a lot of malice towards her parents and her upbringing. A lot of her childhood and teenage years were spent isolated from people outside of her family, and I think that affects her willingness to go to therapy. She said before that it doesn't feel fair that a stranger can know her deepest, darkest thoughts, but she doesn't get to know anything beyond surface level about the therapist, as if the therapist would use the information against her. But then there are also times when she says she's just tired of working on herself and improving, and that it feels like it never ends. Realistic Airport says your story echoes what a lot of people feel. They loved who the person was and think that person is still there. What I'm reading into this is that she reflects the person she is closest to and in this case has swapped from you with your stable traits to a person very opposite to you. Perhaps she has had this inside her. Given her thoughts to experiment, it would seem to be likely. Sadly, you are correct in that therapy might help, but therapy is the most effective when the person actively wants to change and is engaged in the process. You cannot force therapy on people and hope something will rub off. You may even be grieving the person you thought you knew and have yet to accept she is gone. I can almost see from your post that she is holding on to part of what she had, believing that she still wants to be with you but actively pushing you away at the same time. Perhaps the idea of losing you is difficult and therefore it must be you that chooses to stop taking her manipulation, blame shifting and invalidation of your feelings. You cannot roll back the changes into what you had. You can only proceed with what you have right now. And I would be actively breaking up and taking a break from relationships for a bit until you're free of entanglements with your girlfriend and can fully commit to a person who you clearly are better suited to be with. Tammy Toe says you mentioned that before you two opened up your relationship, she already started to regress. It sounds like maybe she was going through some depression, especially since she took a leave of absence. Maybe some of the stuff like spending a whole paycheck on tattoos was some cry for help. It sounds like you see all her behaviors as being immature, but when I read it, it sounds like she's going through things and has a hard time communicating and reaching out. Deskbook Candle says you're not sleeping together. You have no other physical intimacy. She's sleeping with someone else. She tries to sabotage your other relationship. She's not working or doing anything else to improve her future. She won't do therapy. She shuts down your attempts to communicate. While all the above is going on, she's enjoying your financial support and overspending. But she blames you for thinking she's a problem. This is over, OP. So then OP came in to update the post, which says, So it's been a few months and I figured I'd update you all on the situation, if you're still curious. So a week or so after the original post, I realized things weren't improving. I went to some friends about the situation and it was unanimously time for a breakup. I knew it was my decision to make ultimately and I read through all the comments from the original post and decided that I deserved to figure out how I wanted to live life. So I broke up with her and told her all the reasons why. I told her of all the things I didn't like and would need to change if there were any hope of ever considering getting back together. She cried and we talked over the phone because she was never home when I was home so we couldn't talk in person. She seemed to understand my reasoning and was saying she was going to work on herself. I was getting close to the end of the lease and I found a new place with my roommate and she was under the impression she was going to move in with me. I considered letting her move in with me but ultimately decided it was a bad idea. Especially because she went on a rant about my friends and how she wanted to hurt them because she found out they agreed that I should break up with her. So I finally told her she couldn't move in with me. She went to live with a dude she's been seeing and she kept in contact. She never put forth any effort to improve. 
She constantly gave me updates of how shitty the guy is and offered me sex on occasions. The situation with him started to mirror how she treated me and immediately she realized that how he treated her was abusive and toxic. I explained all the parallels between her situation and our situation and she gave a half-hearted apology. I got back into therapy and I've been doing great ever since. My finances are more stable than they've been in years and I'm now dating the girl I was seeing before. This has been the easiest relationship I've had in my life. Our styles of communication are similar and, and how we show affection and care the same. It was jarring at first because I've been so used to chaos and abuse even in relationships before my ex. Dating this girl feels like finally having someone on the same team as me. Someone dependable and consistent. It took a while to break habits of codependency and realize that I'm allowed my own space and freedoms with her. I had to get back into my hobbies and I started going back to the gym because I started thinking back over the last six years of my life and all of the shit I put up with and sacrificed for my ex and kept blowing up on her and my therapist told me it wasn't healthy for me to channel my frustrations out like that. So I've been a lot more productive and creative these days. Thanks for all the comments on the original post, even the ones that weren't that great. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would you have said to OP? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Story and our next story comes from Am I the Arsehole Rude Celebrity who says Am I the Arsehole for making a post about my daughter's favorite celebrity being rude to us? My daughter and I were recently on vacation. We spent the day in an area that's known to have a lot of rich slash famous people and towards the end of the day we saw one of my daughter's favorite celebrities, but call her A, walking out of a store. My daughter ran to the store but when she got near A she was stopped by A security. They said that A's there with her daughter for her daughter's birthday party and wants to focus on her daughter. My daughter was very upset because she's been a fan of A for a very long time so she tried again for a picture but was turned away. My daughter was crushed so later that night I made a post talking about my experience with A. How she wouldn't let anyone go near her and her daughter. The fact that her security was rude and her not willing to stop for a couple of seconds for a picture. I understand it's her daughter's birthday, but a one-minute interaction with a fan isn't going to ruin her day. And if it does, that girl needs to learn that the world doesn't revolve around her. The post ended up getting a lot of attention and a lot of people actually said my daughter and I were being entitled for expecting A to interrupt her daughter's birthday for everyone that wants a picture. 
My husband also saw the post and said he couldn't believe that I would bash her for trying to spend the day with her daughter. I'm not trying to bash her for spending the day with her daughter, but she wouldn't be where she is without her fans, so I think she at least owes it to them to take a picture. Am I the asshole for making the post about A? And we're going to start off with Playful Spirit who says, I recently was on vacation in New Orleans and attended a music festival. There was a lecture I was interested in attending. So I was sitting in the lobby waiting for the lecture hall to open. A man entered the lobby and casually looked around. There was an empty chair next to mine, so I waved him over, polite smiles, no big deal. When the doors opened, he stood, waited for me, and we sat together. The lecture was great. We laughed, listened to some great music, and really enjoyed it. At the end of the lecture, I stood, and before I could say goodbye, he asked if I was coming back. I wasn't sure, but he insisted that he would save me a seat. Come on, we've gone this far, let's finish it. I laughed and said okay. I did return, and the rest of the lecture was great. When it was really over, we looked at each other and smiled. We didn't take selfies, no asking for autographs. In fact, I never said his name the entire two hours we spent together. I said thanks. He said see you around. World famous comedian and television show host. That's how you do it. Treat people like a private person. Gleam in the Cubicle says, I understand being disappointed, but famous people are still people. One minute plus one minute plus one minute eventually adds up, especially on their kid's birthday. And quotes, my daughter was very upset because she'd been a fan of A for a long time, so she tried again for a picture and was turned away. And it isn't going to ruin her day if it does. That girl needs to learn that the world doesn't revolve around her. Then it continues to say, huh. I wonder if those two thoughts can be tied together in some sort of life lesson that fits the situation. You're the arsehole. And one more from Crystal Queen who says you're the arsehole and quotes, a one minute interaction with a fan isn't going to ruin her day. And goes on to say, yeah, it is. It's not just you and your daughter. It's fans stopping her all day long. It's not just one minute. It's hundreds of minutes and and she just wants her daughter to have a birthday that's all about her instead of being interrupted by entitled people. Society needs to stop treating celebrities like they're public property. They are not. They are humans that deserve privacy and space and some normalcy. Now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to one more story, which comes from Brith who says, am I the asshole for telling my parents to pick between me and my sister for the holidays? I, 28 male, am currently pretty much estranged from my family. I have a younger sister, 27 female, Tori. I, 28 male, am currently pretty much estranged from my family. I have a younger sister, 27 female, Tori. When one of my best friends, Brendan, 28 male, started dating Tori, I hated it at first, but eventually I gained a best friend. They got married in 2018 and I was the best man. Brendan is now like my brother. We are that close. In 2020, Tori left Brendan for another guy. Reality TV type shit. My parents were incredibly upset, as was I. My sister moved in with a guy immediately. My parents knew I was pissed, but had to support their daughter. I went no contact with Tori and low contact with my parents. In 2020, when Tori's second wedding happened, I didn't go. Me and my dad had it out over it. My mother tried playing peacekeeper for the family. My parents then started giving me the silent treatment. When 2020 holiday season came around, it was the height of COVID. My parents said that I should just do my own thing this year because with me going out a lot, they didn't want me spreading diseases. My exact response was, if you are worried about catching diseases from other people, shouldn't you be more worried about Tori? I mean, she's the one who likes to sleep around. Me and my dad had another fight, especially due to his family over everything mantra. 
I hardly spoke to my family in 2021. My parents would send me texts like, when you are ready to apologize, we will be here type shit. I responded with a Bible verse about adultery and how they support it. I was berated again and we hardly spoke until October of 2021. Last year, I was told we were doing Thanksgiving at Tori's place and if I wanted to come, I needed to apologize to Tori and her husband. I laughed and ended up going to Brendan's family's where Brendan's mom posted me with her family on Facebook and tagged me with a quote about family being those you choose. I never told her to post it, but my mom saw it and went apeshit, asking for me to come over and talk and even commented on the post. So this year, my plan is to go to Brendan's family again. My mom called and said she wanted to host this year. I asked if Tori and her husband would be there. She said, of course, they are family. I said, so was Brendan, but I saw how you treated him and me, so no thank you. Yesterday, my dad called and said my mum is distraught and has been for years. She wants us all to get along, so I need to do the right thing. I said I'll come if my sister isn't invited. He said that he wouldn't do that to family. I said he did that to me for two years. He claimed I did it to myself. My mum is now saying that it was my dad that has been a hard ass about this the whole time. I said she should have divorced him then because I'm not putting up with this shit anymore. Either my sister isn't invited or I don't come. I've now had some extended family reach out to me and say my parents are upset and hurt. I said my parents were totally okay with not having me around for two years. Am I the arsehole? Edit. For those responding and wondering, yes, she did cheat. Brendan found the text. She never came clean or admitted it. Brendan was willing to forgive and work past it. She left in the middle of the night and moved away with a new guy and took the house and he had to sell it. He had it before they married, so when I say being held accountable, I think she owes him money on top of everything else. Edit 2.0 For those commenting of the COVID-2020 thing, I went out like three times during it. Save the pearl clutch. My parents aren't even vaxxed. They simply use it as an excuse. I don't give a single shit about COVID. It was just an excuse to keep me away. Not a single mention of it other than that one weekend. I'm going to take a few minutes to understand what the bloody hell's going on with all this drama. Holy moly. But RB1327 says everyone sucks here. This is a poor excuse for everyone in the family to be estranged. Marriages break up for a variety of reasons. Your sister and Brendan know what happened in their relationship. Not you and not your parents. You have taken your sister's divorce in a bizarrely personal way. Anyone coming to this thread in its hot state should take a look at all OP's comments, responses. They are illuminating perhaps not in the way he hoped. Deke Basewood says, it's obvious that you're deeply embroiled in and enjoying all the drama. You're sewing by refusing to accept your sister's decision to move on from her marriage to your friend. By your own reports, you are baiting everyone you speak with and picking fights left and right. I assume you're aware that you can still remain civil with your sister and her new husband while at the same time supporting her ex-husband, your friend. It's very clear you don't value the relationship you have with your parents or your sister. And that's fine, but it does make you an arsehole. So the moral high ground you're so comfortably inhabiting right now, get off of it. You're the arsehole. And one more from Zuta1 who says, This is tough because while I fully support OP's right to abandon his family for the holidays and support his friend, he comes off as such an insufferable, judgmental arsehole in this post. You really quoted Bible verses about adultery to your father. So the best I can do is and everyone sucks here. Tell your parents it's never going to happen and to cut you off from all family business from now on, including any insurance. You'll both be better off. Now I'm just going to turn this one straight to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? 
what would you suggest to OP? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. As always, your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for doing you. And hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Yum, yum, yum. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know that today will be a good day. Okay, I know that today will be a good day. A, B, C, one, two, three. Drinks. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com